Dungeon Runners Podcast. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Dungeon Runners Podcast in our first official episode. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna expect like, <laughs> more, like an enthusiasm in that moment. I was figuring this is gonna be a happy moment. Um, it is. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> this is, <laughs> once again, these are three hosts. General Drown. That's me. I'm General Drown. I'm Mr. Creepypasta, and of course, Matt. Yeah, still a very unoriginal name. <laughs> in, in a world where everyone's names are strange and edgy, yours is the one that sticks out, my friend. It's just super vanilla. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, how would you like it, baby? Oh yeah, I like it. Missionary. <laughs> Dude, many people like that. You can't go bashing people's fetishes. Yeah, you can't just start that bondage. You have to work your way up. Exactly. Missionary is like a. Process. Is that a kink? Is that like a a thing? Just okay. missionary. In this day and age. I only I do missionary. I f- nothing else. I feel like that's a fetish. Yeah, like I just mean, going like straight. Like no, nothing special. That's that's its own fetish now. I wouldn't put it past it. You know, like it, it's people. People are freaking weird. like people will pay to watch people eat. So like it, anything's a fetish. Everything is a fetish. You mean? Yeah. Everything. Jen, Jen, what are you? Jen, what are you into? Uh, I'm into uh, being nice and respecting others. Dude, see? Hot. I'm I'm getting the sweats right now. (laughs) Hypothetical. This this week's hypothetical. (laughs) If you could could really sell your soul to the devil. So like you summon a demon, not necessarily the devil, but something, you know, like whatever you want to believe in. Um, It's powerful. You sell your soul to that that entity. What would you sell it for? Knowing that, of course, you sell your soul to the devil. You're facing an eternity in hell or like hell-like place uh, of your religion equivalent okay what if okay okay what's the restriction do we can we is it only objects or is it like can we I, get I like better health or yeah, i was gonna assume it'd be whatever you know sell the soul wait this is this one of those things where like you know when you wish for something from a genie and you get like a horrible fate if i sell myself for the devil for like i don't know an eggs benedict the eggs will be off or something <laughs> no I, I i would assume that you actually get whatever it is so you're you're the question really is structured to say what is worth an eternity in hell i think the only thing that would go bad for you, of course, is if you just assume you never die. Oh, like you, okay. If you made that wish like, oh, I'll sell my soul if I never die, then of course you always befall that one thing of, um, oh, well, eternal life is actually a curse. It's not actually as good as you think. Oh, yeah. you're a tree or a rock. That, that's eternal life because you never <laughs> die. Uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah. That would be horrible. Eternal life is also eternal death. Yeah. Wait, are rocks technically living? No. No. <laughs> okay, so what ac- what actually has eternal life and could be live as long as it fucking wants is a jellyfish because it literally com- comes to an age where it can just reset it reset itself. Like, it will literally age itself backwards. Okay, I never understand that. I hear about certain things that can, quote, age backwards, but that, that makes no actual scientific sense to me. Like, how does a how does a creature or a being reset its own cellular degeneration you're gonna t- ask me how a jellyfish works because like i don't know i don't even know if jellyfish is actually a lot i don't even know if yeah, jellyfish Jen, is- you're supposed to know these things you brought up jellyfish okay but i don't even yeah, know you if- brought it up. all right you know all right all right but i don't know know even if jellyfish are actually technically alive because they're they're just nerves I mean, hang on, i'm googling it hang on are jellyfish alive it's a certain and they're like 90 percent water too like, there's uh it's a certain jellyfish i think i think it's called the eternal jellyfish jellyfish or something like that it's a, it's a deep sea water jellyfish a, d- a deep sea so an immortal jellyfish yeah have you ever seen those giant fucking jellyfish that are like uh big carpets like they're like they're giant masses in the ocean they're just spooky yeah yeah i know the one you're talking i think about. they're like uh, called box maybe they're box jellyfish they're the really poisonous ones aren't they or yeah. they're the ones that kill you in like hours Stings. yeah it's two two minutes i can't remember yeah. all right you know you know what can we agree on something fuck the sea right. right yo seriously fuck the sea fuck the sea yeah let's explore space over the sea man yeah. so if i had to sell my soul i would it would be that i could fuck the sea yeah fuck the sea yeah hell yeah that's hot well, it's just stick it. it's like <laughs> oh there's plenty fetish. more fish in the ocean <laughs> all right but you know you could do that for free you don't have to sell, you, sell your soul <laughs> right. it would it, if i had to sell my soul for one thing it would be to destroy the entire ocean yeah fuck it let's live mad max no yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The okay. My my question. My counter question is: How much is a soul worth? I only say this because, like, you know. Okay, what's got eternal life, but won't be kind of cruddy? Would be to turn to the devil, and I'll be like, "I want your job. I want to be the devil." I don't know, would that actually be a curse? Wouldn't that you like, in itself for me. be a curse, though? Like, who would actually want to be the devil? 
What do you do? It's like people who want to be the Grim Reaper. It does, it's just not as good as you think. Yeah, it's it's a job. I don't think I'd ever want like to sell being, my soul for a job. Like, okay, imagine hell as like, I don't know, working the worst job in the world. You get to be the manager that takes all the credit for all their work. Think about it. You're like, oh yeah, you guys suffer. I just oversee the suffering. I'll just drop drop a few like, oh no, it's turn up the thermostat. I know it's already a couple of hundred degrees, but you can you could do a bit more. You're just in charge of their suffering. I mean, what yeah. you know, it's the safest position. I'm not okay. sure what you're getting out of this, man. Yeah, I was gonna say, Basically. like, even still, you're talking about, like, so, I, I see what you're saying, like, so an eternity in hell, but you're the eternity in hell as the ruler of hell. Yeah. I, yeah. I see where you're coming exactly. from. However, you're still in hell, and not just that, you're not suffering, you're working. Yeah. I mean, at least no, if I'm but suffering either way, in hell, you go I don't hell. have a job to do. Okay, you can have, like, a thousand needles pricked into your dick, but I'm gonna be the one watching. No, that's you're the one doing the paperwork. <laughs> that's you're like, if, hey, that's we your... need to have an approval on a thousand needles is it in the budget for us to stick a thousand needles in this guy's dick? And you're the one I'm there the going one like, oh god, budget. I gotta go. Look, if it's I that, if that's your kink, I'm not gonna stop you. But at the same time, <laughs> like I don't know, doesn't seem worth it. I, it I, makes I, the most I, sense. I mean, I guss I wouldn't want to have a job for all eternity. We're going I, to hell. I have. We've this, lost this our souls. Idea. But think about it. Okay, but have, the, the one benefit I can actually right. see of owning hell is that you can uh, you can actually mean yeah, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> you actually have that ability. It's like, yeah, I'll see you. Yeah, I will. Here's here's my thing, okay? If you're going to, if you're going to die at any point in your life, I mean, I, I use the word if because I don't plan on it. But if, <laughs> if you if you're going to die, um, then I would imagine that like that's at that point that is me officially retiring. At no point am I going to ha be working after I die. That would be the the worst for me, man. When I die, I, I plan on sleeping for the rest of my death oh you know what i just know i just figured out what your hell punishment is gonna be you're gonna be working you're gonna <laughs> do my work the work that i should be doing all the paperwork all the medial stuff you're gonna be my personal assistant that's, that's what you're gonna be no and i'm I was gonna, gonna say you. my hell punishment is what you're wishing for what you're selling your soul for <laughs> So well, I get to be on top. I, I sold my soul for the best position in hell. Because if I'm going to hell, I might sort of be in the, on top. That's like saying, "Oh, I don't want to work this office job, but I have to do it." But if you had the choice, I'd be like, "Oh, I'll work this office job and be CEO." Man, I I'll would jillions. I would sell my soul to have you stop. Yeah. Right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you know I'm right. No. No, you're 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 trying to choose something like yeah. I mean, I get you're you're trying to use your wish at this point to basically trick the devil. But I I think it was already proven like in in media for all time that that never works. You don't trick the devil whenever you're selling your soul. Ultimately, yeah. if you sell your soul, the devil wins. It's either that or become the best electric guitarist in the world and beat him in a music off from us all every year. <laughs> so you, the, you add a stigma. Like, yeah, I'm selling my soul for this whatever, but to, for you to be able to get it, I want you to beat me in this fucking music contest. <laughs> <laughs> or like, is it Dr. Von Doom who plays the devil every year for his mother's soul and always draws? Oh yeah, that's uh, right. No, that's he, a always he always loses. He always loses. I thought it was lose. I thought it was a draw. Okay. He always drew. I thought it was a draw so, because he was, uh, no. he, it was in purgatory or something like that. No, here, here's the thing. So at one point he made a deal with the devil um, for for his mother's soul. And the deal is that every year he gets to recompete with the devil for um, for his mother's soul. However, if he loses, he is cursed to one, always be second best. He can never be the best. At anything. Oh. He can only be the second best. And uh, also, everyone in his country, no matter what he does for them, will always hate him. Oh. Now, here is the trick. When he lost for the very first time, <gasps> he was always cursed to be second best. Ooh. So no matter what, he can never, and no matter what he does, he can never actually beat the devil. Because he will always be second to someone, and the someone will always be the devil. <laughs> Jeez, that's see, that's those loopholes. Yeah, see, Matt, that's what see. What you would do is you would sell your soul to the devil, but to be his boss. But he owns your soul. Like your soul's the thing that moves on. And not just that, but I mean, like you always have that situation where it would be like you know, like whenever you're the CEO that takes over, like you you take over the, the this incredibly amazing huge company, but you always know the other employees are always talking about ah things were so much better when we had the last guy. <laughs> I'm not the last guy. I'm better. I'll, I'll do Margarita Fridays. That'll <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> me. 
Talking you're like Tuesday. Walt Disney's brother that takes over. I was like, you know what we need? <laughs> we should just do a whole bunch of live action and we'll just cut out of the... See some Bob Disney. Animations for chumps. This Disney thing's going to die down soon anyway. We'll just do live action. Video games are for losers. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> My God, no. That would be the absolute worst situation, I think, is to actually be the, uh, to be the devil. I think if you're going to sell something, you, you sell your soul for something, it's something that you would obviously want to take advantage of while on Earth. Yeah, because like, fuck it, you know? Yeah, but how can you live? Or is it when you, when you die, he gets his soul? Right. Yeah. When you die, then you, you, you're solidifying that I'm going to hell. So the idea is that if you sell your soul, and I mean, like, this is the idea behind the entire, the entire premise of selling your soul, usually in media, is that I'm selling my soul for a sinful reason on Earth um, so that, like, I'm basically solidifying the fact I'm going to go to hell. So I'm going to live it up on Earth in a sinful way um, s- until my time to eventually go on to death. So usually people wish for, like, uh, women or money. money or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did you guys say money at the same time then? <laughs> because, because me and him are on the same wavelength. Yeah, what dude, would we wish for? Money. Get money. I can't die when I have money. I'll just live forever like uh, uh, Magic Johnson. <laughs> I was just thinking him too. <laughs> what is the thing with Magic Johnson? He fucking injects money into his veins to live. Excuse me, dude. That, the, the, that's the that's the joke. Like the Magic Johnson's like doesn't really have good health, but like he's been alive and he's living. So the idea is he just injects money. That's the secret. Oh my God. But yeah, I can't, I, I can't help but I'm. I just think too far in the future. I think I, I do it in real life. Like outside of this hypothetical, I just think so far in the future. And all I can think of is I don't want anything on Earth because if I'm going to hell, I need to make it cushy in hell. You're the guy who doesn't take risks. You wouldn't even make this deal. I know. If you yeah, saw, no, if you saw the, the devil, deal, you would just die. In this hypothetical, it's not like I'd be like, oh, yes, I'll, I'll kindly decline your offer, Mr. <laughs> devil, sir. Well, it's more of the, you're kind of, you kind of provoked him or invoked him, called him there, you know? Like, you call yeah. in the devil and be like, oh, I'll stop. You, you ever see the, the Simpsons episode, the Halloween episode, where it's just Bart, where he can constantly call in the devil? He's like, I'll sell my soul for a Formula One race car. And he's like, that could be arranged. Nah, I changed my mind. And he just keeps calling him <laughs> back and forth. Like, Bart, don't provoke the devil. Also, according okay. to the Simpsons, a soul is worth, like, pogs. Elf pogs. Elf what? pogs? Yeah, is the episode uh, that Bart sold his soul for, like, five bucks to buy his, uh, it was to buy his, uh, dino- dinosaur sponges. Wait, is this why you consistently want pogs to come back so you can buy up souls? He's back in pog form. Dude, people who got turned into pogs, that's their soul. Just like in JoJo. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. The big spoilers. Oh my Whoa. god. That actually makes <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, you know, Spike, you haven't actually told us what what do you want for your soul? Money. Just money. Just money. Unlimited money. Do you realize Mo- what you could do with unlimited money? I'd live it up like Mr. Burns. Buy more money. You could buy more money, dude. dude buy enough, more money. If you have enough money, you can become the president of the United States. Well, apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Just back off. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> Matt, how's your week been, man? Like besides this, behind besides this whole uh, the whole selling your soul for the devil, has it been good? Have yeah. you been have you been having a good week? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's my birthday. It's our birthday. It's our birthday. weekend just gone. What did you do on your What did you do for your birthday? I went camping. Get this right. So I didn't. I don't really tell anyone when it's my birthday. I just kind of like assume. I've taken it off Facebook, so not many people know. I get like private messages from like more closer people that way. Yeah, I went camping. For my birthday camping thing, they didn't even know it's my birthday. <laughs> you just started sobbing in your tent. Wait, you mean? Hold on, wait a second. You said you get messages from closer people, and then you went camping with people that obviously weren't these close people. Man, I hope they don't no. watch this podcast. They're gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. They they're close people, but I don't think they realized that they booked it on the same weekend as my birthday. And I was like, yeah, birthday weekend, but I didn't say anything until like the the day before my birthday. We're walking around this really nice village. I was like my birthday tomorrow <laughs> they were like oh wait you wait till now to tell us <laughs> did you did you assume you were going camping because of your birthday well, i just i saw the dates so i was like yeah that's my birthday i didn't say anything but i was like yeah go me they're gonna be like oh man we were taking you camping and then they secretly take you like disney world and shit it was like a little kid and <laughs> that would have like, been nice <laughs> you know i'm just expecting nice things without, without telling anyone <laughs> 
What about you, Spike? What do you do? Uh, for my birthday? Honestly, yeah. uh, I had a live stream on my main YouTube channel, on the Mr. Creepypasta YouTube channel, which was a lot of fun, actually. Uh, normally, I've been doing a whole lot of stuff with, like, smaller groups of people. So, like, this one was a huge group. We had, like, nine people playing games together on my main channel. That was, it's really nice to get back to doing stuff with, like, a really big group. Um, that was a lot of fun. And, like, I mean, really, the day before was more of the celebration thing. We went over to uh, my manager's uh, place, um, her and her fiancé. And uh, we was there with, like, a group of our friends. We were all playing board games all night. Like playing oh. werewolf and uh, um, yeah, yeah. So that's my live uh, Dungeons and Dragons group, the group we usually play D and D with. But um, they're the uh, that was mainly what we did. We had like these uh, how was it butterscotch shots of butterscotch liqueur uh, like at midnight. So make that? Yeah, it's um, it was incredibly sweet, like so strongly sweet that it killed. I was going to uh, say that sounds like it needs watering down and something. <laughs> you, I mean, honestly, we probably should have, but because it's so sweet, it kills out the burn of the liquor. Mm. Oh, so it just it tastes like almost like a syrup but oh my god it is so good <laughs> <laughs> yeah sounds about, like you had a good time how about you jen what did you do on our birthday uh you know I, I didn't talk to you guys at all you guys weren't here no so you know i celebrated your birthday without you my week is uh hasn't been a lot doing this week um uh yesterday was my finals for my uh college graphic design class and got an a plus oh, oh snap congrats well done yeah yeah bro Okay, like, uh, they'll probably never see this, so I can talk about it. Uh, man, I was the only one who showed more than a couple things. Like, people... What? what? You know, it's a graphic design class, so the final was present your work. And yeah. I was, like, the only person who showed more than a couple things. Like, I made a bunch of stuff for each project we did. Like, I made a m multiple propaganda posters, and I did a lot of photo retouching. I did it for, like, the family photos that I have at home. And, like, I made multiple Maya projects and integrations between Maya and 2D, and just, like... Everybody else was just like, yeah, I did this one thing and um, I did the things that we did in class and um, that's all I have to show. And just like, what? It's like, what? wait, but why? Okay, so here's the thing. And for everybody who's listening, I don't know if you you all uh, monitor Jen on uh, on Twitter, which you definitely should, because Jen is an artist. I guess. Like, yeah, no, he's more than an artist. He's an artiste. Please, wow. God. OK, I'm not a douchebag. <laughs> I mean, you're you're an artist. You've done like a whole bunch of different art classes and such, and you know what you're supposed to show off as like a portfolio bit at the end of, a, of an art class. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's 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 weird because like uh, those people there, like some of them were graphic design majors and stuff, and it's like how are, how are you guys not doing your work and how are you guys not showing more than a couple things? <laughs> yeah, it's that's pure laziness at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's just people at school in general. Yeah, and the th it's, it's, uh, thing is, like the people, there's a couple of people who did fucking amazing shit. Like they made amazing maya models like they're very detailed and like this uh this dude from uh taiwan like he's never touched maya before in his life and then he made this amazing looking beer can and bottle and it's like fuck those look awesome like he's never done anything like shit if you only showed a little more things like you could have like been amazing dude why did you only do a couple things <laughs> that's the thing with school stuff is as long as you do the work like it sounds stupid but just do it yeah i'm not talking about like just like shia labeouf memes here i'm just saying do it because it's sake. <laughs> it's like the way i saw it at uni was i did it for three years my university course and i was in my final year it was sort of if i knuckle down in this final semester i can get enough grades to get a first class which is the highest honors i can get and i was like you know i could go out and you know have a lot of fun or whatever which i did do i you know i wasn't just a shut-in but i thought I'm paying a lot of money for this. This isn't free. I am working fairly, fairly hard, but it's something I want. And I want the shiniest piece of paper after this. Mm -hmm. I might as well knuckle down and just lock myself in a room for a couple of days a week and just make sure I present my best. It doesn't have to be like super tryhardy, but as long as I show my best this semester, I should be good. And I managed to get the first. Dude, nice. And you know, I parted and stuff. I'm a bit of a wild guy. I'm not really. Like, I was just that you were not a wild. You went camping. Um, it's yeah. more, <laughs> shut up. You know what's <laughs> awkward about camping too? What? Do you have a boner? Why is that your go-to thing? You're out in the wild, man. <laughs> No, I was gonna say, like, you say you're not, like, a wild guy, but, like, honestly, my most prominent uh, memory of hanging out with Matt is when he showed up for, for my wedding last year, and he just, like, we're, oh, everybody's drinking at the house, and it's kind of like a big party before, like, the, the night before the rehearsal dinner, and he just comes out of, like, one of the back rooms going, wanker, 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 <laughs> <laughs> putting, <laughs> putting people's hands into, uh, those little rings that come around, like, co Coke cans and a six-pack of The Coke dolphin cans. killers. Yeah, the dolphin killers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And it says on the count of three, pull one, two, three, and everybody just pulls them. 
<laughs> you got it left on your thing and you became a wanker. Yeah, it stuck on me. Everyone broke free but me. <laughs> no, it's a really good if you, all right. I don't advocate drinking, but if you do 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 do, do the drinking, um if you got this plastic ring things left over that kills dolphins, don't leave them like solid. Put your wrist in it like a bracelet. Get other people doing it. Count to three, pull it. Whoever has it left on the wrist is a wanker and they have to keep it on until the next day. But the main thing is it breaks it up so we don't kill little, little turtles. I mean, you could also, you know, just cut them up with scissors. Yeah, but no, what's the fun in that? Jen, Jen, don't, don't. <laughs> I know, you know, yeah. reuse, reuse, like, recycle, I get it. Jen, you're not invited to my birthday party. Good. <laughs> it's camping. I don't <laughs> want to be invited. <laughs> I don't know, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with camping? You know how Dude, often camping. I go outside? Not at all. That's how I, I honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. I hate camping. You know, you know, l little secret. Uh, Me too. Why did you go camping for your birthday? Because I don't like saying no to people sometimes. Matt. Oh man, you one of those guys. <laughs> No, it's one of those things where, like, if it's something new and adventurous, I always try it. And it's, you know, it's only two days, three days or whatever. And the thing is, everyone there has a really nice tent. They've got, like, 200, 300 pound tents. You can stand in them. I could probably do a backflip in one of them. Do you see that picture I put on Twitter? They put my tent inside one of their other tents. Not yeah. the entire tent, but, like, the foyer section. <laughs> my tent is tiny. It's a 25 pound one from our equivalent of Walmart, uh, as the Walmart, if you will. And it is the crappiest, least water waterproofiest thing in the world like i wake up wet waterproof? oh god it's because um right it's like it was raining over the weekend wasn't it oh it rained oh, you went god. camping i well it's not that it's not waterproof it's just that it's one layer so if you touch the edge in the morning with you know it's all dewy and stuff your hand gets soaked and i'm pre i'm not super tall but i'm tall enough to have my head against one end and my feet against the other so something gets wet matt I'll go camping again. <laughs> yeah, man. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know what to advise you about, but like, come on, man. <laughs> Get it together. But, you know, you know, you know what I'm like in like Final Fantasy 14 or other games like that when I have like super overleveled people and they just carry me. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking it about might... how you were like incredibly frugal consistently. Yeah, and you didn't oh, yeah, want to spend I money. That too. And you walked around everywhere instead of taking teleports. Okay, don't talk about my Final Fantasy 14 habits. <laughs> yeah. um, that's not what it's a, that's that's not what's on the table right now. I'm talking about like basically the other two because I went to two couples. So I'm the like I'm solo Jack over here. I'm just on my lonesome, and there's like two couples with me. It's great. They're really good at camping. They've got all the gear, and one of them's like a really good cook. So he's like doing all these wicked barbecues with like handmade burgers with bloody curry leaves or whatever inside, and all these herbs. And I'm there like, yeah. All I have to do is make sure I don't die at night, and this is going to be a fun time. <laughs> I'm contributing. <laughs> I. Uh, I gave them meat. Not in that way. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> boy. That's what so I was talking about. So you is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, boy. I okay. brought fruit and no one ate my fruit, so I brought it home and I've been eating fruit. <laughs> you, you said you went there with like a cook and you brought fruit, the one thing you don't have to cook? Well, I thought for breakfast, but even for breakfast, he made like bacon and eggs and toast and... We, I brought crumpets, so we had crumpets on the second morning. That is the most British thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Shut up. We had lots of tea, too. That is the most yeah. British thing. Yeah. When, I'm, when I go on camping, because we go camping for the, the Texas Renaissance Fair. We, when I went camping last time for the Texas Renaissance Fair, I don't think we've been make, we even made coffee in the morning. How did you wake up? Uh, we, went, we got up. Um, all of us hated ourselves because we're camping. And then uh, <laughs> we went off to a Renaissance Fair. <laughs> to be fair, because we've got everything at the Renaissance Fair. You can just go to shops, can't you? But like when it's just pure camping, imagine doing the Renaissance Fair camping without going to the Renaissance Fair then and just why sitting would you around on a field. What, what do you well, do during we, the day? We drove to this really nice village called Bakewell and it's super picturesque. It's super, 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 super old stereotypical like cathedrals that you see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, every house was made from those giant bricks. And it's super pretty. No, I, I saw the pictures you posted on Twitter. It looked gorgeous. Like just the countryside. Oh, the cows? Yeah, yeah. The cows, the countryside and everything like that. The... You mean a dog. Yeah, yeah. The really big the dog. Cats? The cats? The dog, yeah. <laughs> the, it was a chow chow that you met. And man, chow chows are great. It's huge. Oh, we were camping with a dog too. <laughs> she was funny because she, she was just confused the whole time. Confused? Well, it's the first time like properly camping. She'd never really oh. been outside the house. Uh, so... that's, that's Wait, that was risky. her first time being outside? No, no, the dog. like proper out the house for like an extended sleeping outside of a house. I feel you. 
So she kept barking at like random noises at night. So every time I rolled over, all I hear is... <laughs> <laughs> My dogs do that too. Yeah. How many dogs do you have, John? Uh, seven. Oh, what? All... Yeah. No. Yeah, seven. No, you... Yeah. I thought no, you, you don't. Four. All right. All right, all right, all right. I have a chihuahua. No. My chihuahua is like almost like maybe 14 years old. He's super old. Uh, we have a chihuahua and then we have a Pomeranian and then we have like a short haired. Oh, I don't remember his name, but uh, the, the like the pot. Wait, it's not Pomeranian. I, I don't remember that. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll throw a picture up for you guys later. Um, but yeah, I have seven dogs and then the, the, two, the two older ones have puppies and then the puppies are still here. Oh, I got a bunch of dogs. Cute. I also got two Why? turtles. I knew yeah. you had the turtles. I okay. did not know you had that many dogs. Okay, so this is kind of the thing in my family. It's really hard to say no to animals. <laughs> really, <laughs> really hard. It's really hard, man. No. I, dude, our, I, I feel you. It was our dogs. I had puppies. What do we? What do you want us what? to do? What do you want us to do, Matt? What? Do, okay, I feel like such a heartless monster. Yeah, you are. Because <laughs> go ahead. I okay. Can I preface this? I like I like dogs. I like cats. I like petting them. I like booping their tongues when they stick the tongues out. But I also like handing them back to the owners. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't want to pick up poop. I don't want to feed them. Here's so the thing, though. When it I, comes I, to pets, I don't want pets. No, here's the thing, Matt. It, you feel like, oh, it's so gross. I don't want to do it. But when it's, it's your animal, it actually it's not so bad. It's just part of having it. Yeah. It's that's just what a, I'm scared of. It's like owning a small, dumb child. It's yeah, just everywhere. That's it. Hang on. Segway. Small, dumb child. So, uh, Matt, you got you got one of these. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's, I get my louder spinner. You have a louder spinner? Well, one of them's got crappier bearings. Oh. I don't, I don't know. I, I literally picked this thing up for $10 inside of a, inside of a mall. $10? How much are they supposed to cost? I was I was buying them for two pounds. I I've never seen these things before. Okay, it was just one. It was there in a mall. I was like, yeah, give me one. You're a sucker. Like that's fine. Okay, I can't get (laughs) McDonald's for one day. But like, um, uh, the thing was, okay, I I read this earlier today, and I I got unreasonably angry about it. Um, this woman. Uh, was driving in her car and her she had bought her daughter a spinner and um she was she was driving she ends up hearing a choking sound coming from the back seat where her daughter is she turns around she sees that her daughter is currently choking and she has gotten one of those uh the the metal weights that are on like the spinner you know like the on each the little fins of the spinner she, yeah she got that lodged in her throat it fully just Ugh. manhole covered caught in her esophagus took her to the doctor had to have it uh had to have the doctor go in and, and actually remove the piece from her to stop her from essentially dying now these pieces about the size of a quarter uh i've seen like hold it up against like the piece they removed about the size of a quarter from there her daughter's eight years old eight uh, eight the, Why the is mother she sticking is, stuff in her mouth at that yeah, age? Yeah, the mother is um, actually calling for this whole thing against the uh, the creation of the toy, saying that it was mislabeled uh, for the for the wrong age group and that it has a severe choking hazard for children and it should be marked as such. I don't I don't think it's like the wrong age group. I think her daughter is the wrong age group for living. She should like <laughs> knock it down a few years and just no. be like, yeah, she's four, really. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Let's just put her through education a couple more years. Let's see if she can learn how to not choke on a, on a simple toy. I actually oh. looked this up just to be sure, just to make sure I'm not stupid. And like, I just don't understand right. like the cognitive development of children, right? It It's actually, it's a thing that says that children um at 10 to 12 months become incredibly fascinated with putting things into their mouth that's the whole teething thing and all that and at um three years old that fascination of putting things that you're not supposed to eat into your mouth is supposed to dissipate yeah yeah Yeah. it goes away three plus for kids toys is generally can i ask for small parts yes where where, you know where this where these people lived like was it in uh the states or was it canada or is it like it was in the united states yes it was okay please say it's florida okay so i don't know the state i didn't I didn't see the state. Our our Canadian friend Blue has shown me this thing a billion times. There's a fucking ad in Canada that's literally just a song saying, don't put it in your mouth, don't put it in your mouth, don't put it in your mouth. And it's just like, they had to have a fucking, a, a fucking uh, PSA, like G.I. Joe P- type PSA where they have to tell kids, don't put fucking things in your mouth. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> Why? I Kids feel are... like this is a... Okay, um, uh, to, to clarify, though, uh, according to what the girl says, is that she 
saw that the piece got dirty. Okay, this is supposed to make it make more sense. However, to me also, this makes it make less sense. She saw that the spinner, it was dirty. So she put it in her mouth to clean it. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, that's just again my thing of one, why would you put it in your mouth to clean it? And two, why would you put something dirty in your mouth? <laughs> that's like, what I'm saying. It's not the age group. It's just her daughter. Yeah. It's like, it's, she needs a good, like, br like a couple more years in second grade. I <laughs> second Look, grade. <laughs> she's she's learned a valuable valuable lesson. I'm going to fucking die by putting things <laughs> in my mouth. I I guess so. But like that, that was my thing is like she's been putting quarter size pieces in her mouth, and not just that, but swallowing. Swallowing. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, if you're putting something in your mouth to clean it, like, let's just say I'm dumb enough and I want to do that. I get chocolate on my spinner for whatever reason. I'm going to put it in my mouth to try to clean it. And a piece of metal the size of a quarter came out. Why would What's you the swallow it? What's the first thing you do? It? It's, swallow it, obviously. That's the no, first thing just, I do. No, see, look, if, well, gonna, if I've got a foreign object in my mouth, of course I'm going to keep swallowing until something, you know, happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, All right, so, look, if, if you're going to, if you, ha for some reason, have to clean something with your mouth, why is swallowing it, like, the, an idea? You swish and spit. Not like even you swish, you just spit. Just get rid of it. You have yeah, yeah. metal in your mouth. Okay, so I'm imagining this pen right now. I'm picking up a pen. This is dirt in it right now. Why? Why do you have dirt in your pen? I don't know. Maybe maybe I've been spinning this pen too hard and it's just got poo on it from, from my feces because I'm a stupid child. Okay. Okay, go on. Put it in your mouth. I put it in my mouth. Why? Why would I want to swallow when I know there's a bit of dirt on there? You know what? what? I don't know. Kids are fucking stupid. Kids, <laughs> kids will put snails in their mouth. Live snails. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, no. oh that's about to make me feel sick. <laughs> Why would a child right. do that? All right. So, okay. I have, this, this is a little sidetracky, but uh, I wanted to share this school story. Back in the day, there was in um, elementary, there was this kid who wanted attention. He would like just do random things. You know, you know the type of kid. Yeah. Like, so one day during PE, like it was after a rainy day. Every, like I saw everybody crowded around a, a, uh, one of the sleds or whatever it was. Um, slides, sorry, not slides. Um, and he, they were crowded around him and he was picking up worms and he was like, I'll eat them. I'll do it for you guys. And then he, he became, uh. he became the kid that ate worms. Uh. Why is that? Is that an American thing? Cause the only way I know that story is from the simpsons oh simpsons. that was a that's a more recent episode the one where frog, uh, bart eats a frog no no there's one ages ago when it's like um someone did something popular and there's a kid eating worms like who <laughs> oh, lost yeah. his fame <laughs> my 15 minutes what... of fame are over <laughs> yeah it was something daft like that i'm like wh why is that a thing is that a thing in? Oh, I'm making myself feel sick. Is that a thing in America or something? <laughs> it's just no, that I mean, like attention is doing weird things. That's, I was gonna say, yeah, that that was a uh, a thing I remember. The worm eating, I I know from uh, the Rugrats because that was an old Rugrats thing where they would eat worms. Oh yeah, they would yeah, eat bugs. They, again, they were babies, unable to speak outside, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and also cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, don't get me wrong. We went through that era in America where um, like doing stupid shit was the cool thing to do. The whole Tom green uh jackass phase where everybody was trying to you know throw shit at each other to to look oh cool. yeah yeah that was um that was totally like a phase that i feel like good amount of teenagers went through however i at no point would i think anybody would be like hey swallow a spinner <laughs> can, can, I, can i sidetrack to something real quick no, please do. did your school ever have that one assembly where they got all the kids in and then the headmistress or head teacher or whatever went someone had a poo in the urinal. I we never had assembly about that. No, we never they had assembly, but we know we knew it happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, every school has it, I swear. Well, one yeah. kid, at least one kid a year, has to try to take a poo in the urinal. It's it's because like I think it's because kids are like either one, the toilets are too dirty, or two, they're fucking jerks. <laughs> I can't think it's because the toilets are too dirty, because you can hover ass that. No, it's that that's that's a planned attack right there. Yeah, it's gotta be. Nobody like that's nobody premeditated. Goes that's not spare on the moment oh crap there's no cubicles left that's a oh cool i wonder if this will get anyone in any trouble <laughs> <laughs> no okay so let me let me ask you guys this jen i know you you probably are very much aware of uh you're, you're very much aware of senior pranks in high school right yeah yeah the senior pranks so every year i don't know if you do this though matt like um if, if you guys do this in england is there usually like like um you know like a senior senior in high school like level school where it's customary for them to plan out some kind of pranks on 
on the the younger years, uh, like the sophomore, the junior, the uh, the freshman, some kind of prank before they graduate, before they move on to uni or college. Yeah, because because you know they're doing a prank on people that they won't see in probably four years, probably, uh, pr- probably ever. Yeah, there they go. So, no, but I know the trope from American TV. Yeah. <laughs> in my school, like this is a super innocent prank, mind you, but it was hilarious at the time. Uh, at, at my at my school in, in high school, um, they actually did this bit where um, you know we have lockers, so you had to input the uh, you had to input the code into the locker and using the, the little turn thing on the locker, and then to open it, you lift it up on this this little lip, and then you had to pull on the turn thing to open your locker up. So all the the seniors went through all these buildings, which is not easy to do. In the school I went to, um, O'Connor had like three or four buildings in two floors, uh-huh. and all, like all these were lockers, like on every single floor. So it was a group of people went through with Vaseline and covered each one of the uh, <laughs> the little spinner parts on the, uh, on the lockers. So you you could grip it enough to turn and input your code, but you couldn't grip it enough to actually pull your locker open. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh it my god, it's a great prank. I love like, it. You try to like take your shirt and like wipe it off, but even still there's just enough residue and like it's already gotten on your hands, so you can't do anything. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> You're just locked out. <laughs> awesome <laughs> it was the it was the worst prank man like it was it was hilarious though like in the afterthought after you already go over to like your class and you're like five minutes late and you're like i can't get in my locker i don't have anything <laughs> <laughs> wait was that done to your year oh uh, no it wasn't my seniors did not do that my seniors did i don't even remember what my seniors did my senior class was lame i we, we hardly even had like a prom or anything like that uh Aww. yeah my senior class is stupid lame i don't think we did one uh that happened to me when i was a sophomore like so that was my second year in, in high school uh but it that, that's that was uh i think though the year after that they did a flash mob because that's when those were big oh uh, well, that's kind of lame yeah um, kinda, it's kind of nothing it, it's nothing now i mean at the time it was interesting right because it was it was big at the time but yeah now now it's like a, oh you did a flash mob everybody's done the flash mob oh tell me something new yeah um i don't okay i don't remember the senior pranks from the previous years but uh i know people got in fucking big trouble because like because like like you, yes. Yeah, senior pranks will usually be harmless. It's like, oh, put the, put, we'll do something to obstruct the way, or we'll play music behind the teacher when have them get followed by a trumpet guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but like some idiots went went too far and was, they thought it was funny and like they went and trashed the school by throwing like uh, uh, toilet paper everywhere and then, then graffitied oh. and it's just like you guys are fucking idiots. That's, that's just vandalism. Yeah. That's, that's not a like, prank. They were they were trying to justify it. it was like, oh, they're the seniors. It's the last time they were allowed to do this. Like. It was only like a group of like four people, and it's like you're a dumbass. Dumb yeah, it's not being a prank. That's just being an ass. Yeah, it was like my, you're, you're my. literally ruining it for everyone. I think that that's kind of a major thing why a lot of senior pranks or a lot of schools don't even like tolerate the senior pranks anymore is because many people just take it too far. It's yeah. like it's well, you're not even pranking anymore. You're just doing something to just be in poor taste, you know, just to be mean. Vandalism. And like yeah, just vandalizing the school. You're you're costing the school money at this point. You're not you're not having fun where everybody gets a laugh out of it. That's a loss in general, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like you're bad. Stupid teenagers. <laughs> Isn't that how um, Ashton Kutcher screwed up his career? With the punk? No, 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 no. He was, so, you know, Ashton Kutcher, he played the, um, oh, what's his name from the 70s show? That really dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Kelso. Kelso. You'd think he's a really stupid guy with a hot, hot bud. But really, I, I think his that. brother had some like weird degenerative disease or something that was like, it's some crazy ass thing. So he's like, I want to do uh, chemical science or medical science or whatever. And he got the grades to go to like a really prestigious school. I can't remember which one. And just as he was graduating, he did a prank where he tried, him and a couple of friends broke into the school to try steal a vending machine and they got caught by the cops and they're like, ah, guys, you know, it's it's just a prank, yo. But the cops proper filed him as if it was a proper oh, no. criminal oh, charge with sad. damages. And he lost his scholarship or whatever, or his rights to go to this really nice uni. Oh no. And I think he got put to in prison. So that's where he got his hot, hot bud when he was working out or whatever. And then became an actor and then now he's successful oh man i mean that sucks but at the same time like you know he would have never probably never done anything that he did yeah no I know, yeah it works I mean, out really in the think, end but like yeah no no that that's true but like at the same time
I'm like, oh my god, that sucks. I mean, it, also, don't be fucking stupid and go on and try to steal a vending machine. Yeah, that's that's but, literal literal theft of property. Like, come on, guys. It's like, um, <laughs> oh, I don't even know what the show was, but there was a show where they they were doing a senior prank, and the, the prank was they took the teacher's car and they were trying to put it on the roof. But the only way to do it is was to take it apart. Take it apart? Yeah. They and literally they, re- dismantled the entire car, transported it piece by piece up to the roof, and put it back together. Yeah, actually, that's, that might have been. Oh no, during you guys ever see Drake and Josh? Yes. <laughs> the there's an episode where like the the episode starts out with um the, the teacher's car in the middle of the classroom. <laughs> oh and, yeah. And, and they have like a court fucking thing, and it's like because nobody uh the teacher hates Drake, so it's just like <laughs> he didn't really have a fair chance to do it, and it ended up being the the crazy smart girl who did it. Yeah, yeah. Didn't she like take her part or something? Yeah, 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 this... yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> did I tell you about that one when um my friend didn't show up to school one day because he was ill, and we put up those posters everywhere? Oh, you told us, but uh you haven't told the podcast. Oh my gosh. So yeah, this is this one kid at school. He, I can't remember why he didn't show up. I don't know if he was going to like a uni interview or uh, he was just ill. So when he was gone, we just printed off all these like posters saying like, you know, rip whatever date he was born, 1991 to 2000 and whatever year it was that year. And we put him up everywhere. Just a picture of him saying he died. (laughs) And then like every time someone came up to us, they're like, oh, what happened to, you know, what happened to that guy? Like, oh man, the, uh, the pressures of trying to be a clever kid in the school and, you know, all the exams got to him. So, and then we'll just insert random like death here and then the next day he turns up to school and he just storms in and he's like guys why does everyone think i'm dead (laughs) (laughs) what what did you guys do that is the worst prank i mean that's pretty (laughs) fucked up man it's one of those like you don't think of how bad it is at the time because we're just stupid kids but then like in hindsight i'd never do anything like that but at the time it was hilarious to us (laughs) jesus <laughs> Matt, what's happening in England? Oh, oh, in England? Yeah, what's the? Oh, we had that. Um, so I don't know too much about it. I haven't seen the news because obviously I was camping. I was away from the outside world, kind of. Um, there's that terrorist attack thing. Oh yeah, on the Ariana Grande concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was hearing. Oh, uh, good old. Yeah, I, I. Okay, I'm not really caught up with it, so I don't know too much about it. But I know Theresa May, our acting prime minister, has put us into critical, which is like red alert so it's like anything can happen at any time and we're getting like all these things you probably see it on our twitters because uh we've been retweeting it a lot saying like it might be nothing but dot 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 and in small fine it's like you know report anything suspicious um blah 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 blah. call this number and it's a 0800 number and yeah it just it sounds way hectic than i've given it credit like i haven't looked into it obviously so i don't know how bad it is but it sounds bad from what i've seen from people reacting Uh, yeah Uh, yeah, the the last i heard it was uh 12 killed and then around 50 injured yeah no i I had heard that there was there were fatalities from the bombing it wasn't yeah it wasn't just like a display where where people were injured it it, there were fatalities it was pretty it was a a pretty gruesome attack yeah it's a concert wasn't it yeah so Mm -hmm. it's gonna be packed people in it it was a music concert but there's um something cool i saw on facebook um saying i was near the attack but i'm okay and it's like the status thing that you can click so anyone who was around the area can say the safe and everyone on facebook sees it yeah yeah i've seen a and couple I was of like, things on uh for like in america with some of the other uh like larger floods or, or uh, storms and stuff like that that's really neat that's really cool that they um it has the same thing that's going on for the bombing too yeah, yeah just, just keep it's, keep your eye your eyes peeled guys if you live in england mm, be aware i'm mm, just looking I think, apparently there's something happened in birmingham which is right next to me um there was not too much details but there's a lot of police around and i think they got someone with a bat and a machete bat i don't want to say bat um is so i don't know if it's like a a real thing or if it's just allegedly that happened but i was just picking up like little snippets here and there on twitter uh you know the news thing on that trying Mm -hmm. to find the news people reporting it but it's just like allegedly this happened and or something commotion happened in birmingham but nothing descriptive and then i only caught one or two snippets of the machete thing so i'm not 100 percent sure on that oh man no uh, going back to the bombing just to to clarify on number the apparently the current number is 22 fatalities 22 
Yeah, that's so, a lot more. So that's a that's yeah, that was a lot more than the than before. So right now it looks like it is it is twenty two people, including one was an eight year old. Oh, oh, yeah, sad. Man. It's very unfortunate. Condole my condolences to anyone who hears this and knows anyone affected. Yeah. Oh. Sad note on that one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I didn't know how to do like the what's happening in England because like that's the only thing that's that, really that, big. I was gonna say that's that's kind of a of a blaring blaring current event. I would think that happened this last week. Yeah, but, I mean, it still needs to be covered though. It's just like you can't just shy away from news that's bad, you know? Yeah, that's very true. And I mean, it's something that definitely we could discuss. I mean, like in 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 general, like these the like the terrorist attacks that have been taking place. It's it's just shitty situation that keeps happening. That keeps happening. And in all honesty, I don't even know what what comes out of it. Like who's gaining what from uh, whenever these terrorist attacks really take place? Is it supposed to be like a knowledge thing that we're supposed to be learning about? Oh, hey, there's still people around terrorists that are around and they're trying to to alert the world to their presence or what exactly are they supposed to be getting out of such an attack like such as this? You know, it's easy to say something that's like, oh, it's um, out of pure because they're bad people. They're evil people. But even still, you know, uh, everybody has a statement to say. And I don't I could never understand. I could never fathom what what attacks like these are actually supposed to be gaining for anyone yeah the, the problem is like the media on purpose don't report on that they don't want to give coverage of their reasonings if you know what i mean and a lot of the times like a lot of terrorist things will be put on like the 14th page not the first page because you know when it's the first page it kind of entices it in a way so the idea is to try cover it up a bit obviously with twitter now and everything's like really linked people are reporting on it pretty live but as far as i was aware like they try cover not cover it up but like push it down on the hype meter so i can under like they don't want to say oh it's because of this because then that's them accomplishing something but at the same breath no one's I, I don't know it's a it's a weird one it, it's no, because, I, I, the, the idea is like they don't want to promote like uh what's it called fear mongering yeah yeah i get i can understand that it's not meant to be i'm pretty sure there's not a malicious intent by the media to be like no we're, we gotta keep them keep them in the dark about this but i, I think you're right jen that that would be to, to not promote fear mongering not to allow essentially the terrorists to win yeah because uh, like the idea is you'll know what it is and then you won't stop thinking about it and then it, it also becomes the the cause of whatever's happening that follows up by it it's just like it's kind of like yeah you kind of, you kind of are letting them win on a lighter note jen let's talk about current gaming oh man current in current games uh well first off i guess this is more of a more recent of this week is um you know that mario rabbits thing i was talking about got confirmed and it's gonna be really? in uh an rpg in an rpg yeah it's gonna be an rpg it's not gonna be like a mario and luigi rpg it's gonna be a oh, something thank god finally we're getting the seven stars too oh man yeah gino finally comes back <laughs> I no. thought it's just going to be a party game. You know, like how every rabbit's game. Yeah, is I like also a, figured that. Shake your Wiimote as hard as you can. Cool, it's a family fun thing. Yeah, but nah, it's gonna. It's confer- got confirmed. They got released uh, the official like artwork of it, and it's like it has Mario, Luigi, and Peach with a bunch of rabbits dressed as them, all with guns. <laughs> What? They're all guns the and guns? cannons. Who's yeah. this marketed for? Yeah, hey, I was yep. gonna say, is there images of this? Because I would yeah. love to see the. Thing yeah, 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 yeah. It's oh, right I'm, here. And, I'm, uh, I yeah. want to see this. Oh my god. And then yeah, it's like Yoshi is in the back, back with like a fucking bazooka, and then Luigi's jumping over a wall with like a handgun or some shit. No, and, no, like, no, uh, no. That's the uh, that's the the gun that he uses. Oh, in the Luigi's Pulter- mansion. The poltergeist. Yeah, it's the poltergeist. Okay, why does he get oh, the, the pol- vacuum, a fucking then. vacuum and everybody else gets a bazooka? I'm pretty sure it's, just, it's gonna work the exact same way as a gun because it looks like everybody has a customized gun to them somewhat yeah because look at look at second piece she has a fucking blaster too yeah dude i'm kind of kind of hyped for that like i'm I, inter- i'm super interested to see what it is i'm still a little <laughs> disappointed because i don't like rabbits and that's only because i don't like rabbits because they killed rayman i loved rayman no yeah but you, you have to understand that, like to make any franchise better you give it a gun that's exactly what they did with shadow <laughs> dude yeah shadow the hedgehog so- with multiple story paths and I, no one ever actually played wow it's harsh i played did it. you pl- okay did you get every story did you ever get every ending no, I'm joking. I didn't play it. I want to yeah. play it. No, why? <laughs> I want to play it so bad. <laughs> it's garbage, dude. Why? Because, like, okay, tell me this. Tell me this. Who do you know of that's gotten to, that's lived through it and, and was able to tell the tale by the end? Uh, Gangrams. See? No one. <laughs> you <laughs> thought, but. First. And it's like, there's also the people at SGDQ, they did it that one year. Did they really? Yeah. There's a speedrun of them. Um, there's a speedrun. There's a speedrun of a bunch of Sonic games. Uh, the 3D Sonic games are always broken, always, all the time. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> like that's an understatement. Like uh, they're the best ones to speedrun because like they're they have huge glitches, like Sonic Boom, like 
you can uh, triple drop with Knuckles into Affinity, and Sonic's uh, spin dash can make you teleport like half the screen. It's just like, yeah, it's like they all have major glitches for some reason. It's only Sonic 3D games. Uh, yeah okay so did i have i told you i don't even know if, know if i told you guys about this when i was at uh when i was at digipen right uh, which is the the college that was connected over to the nintendo they yeah. talked a lot about why nintendo games don't have glitches like that and i expect the same thing with this uh mario rpg and, and raving rabbits what is it called uh kingdom, uh, kingdom battle kingdom battles yeah yeah um why i suspect they won't do it and um essentially whenever a game comes back uh and it goes into testing the, te- uh, the testing group come back with this booklet of all the errors that they're able to find. And um, this booklet is like the size of a dictionary. <laughs> yeah. Usually. It's incredibly big. So what a game does at that point is it takes this book, it goes in, finds each one of these glitches, how exactly they're done, and it fixes them to their ability, and then it goes up for sale. What Nintendo does is it takes this booklet, um, and then it hires a secondary team that's different from the first, and it gives that, the, it fixes those, gives it to that one, and then gets another booklet back. Yeah, because it's, uh, what is it, the Mario Club? Those are the bug testers, and it's just like, if you have those guys bug testing on your game, you can almost guarantee that there's going to be very little, like very yeah. little easy-to-find glitches. And then when they get the smaller booklet back from the second team, then they give it back to the first, they fix it, give it back to the first team, and then see if they can find anything else. So it goes through multiple sets of people um, that yeah. usually uh, companies don't have the time or the money to put towards it. Yeah. His, his, the thing is, though, a lot of companies do have testers and they have like, you know, it's like almost a 24 hour shift almost. Uh, sometimes they have like people come in and once they finish their shift, another person takes over their console. It's whether the developers actually, one, have time to deal with the bugs or two, even want to deal with the bugs. That's yeah. exactly that's exactly it. When when Sonic Boom was out, I, I think you guys have both met Ray Honda, right, Mr. Ray Honda? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, he's another on twitch yeah he's another twitch streamer he's a youtuber um he's a pretty good friend of mine he was uh he used to work for another company also that did game testing like a third-party company and um they did some of the testing for sonic boom oh man well maybe maybe this is a story that he told me maybe you had told me this matt that essentially they got the uh they got their booklet back of all the errors right and then they just didn't do anything with it yeah i actually remember hearing that story because um uh the game when the, after the game girls played it there they started talking about it like they met one of the testers too and they're like yeah we we reported all these bugs we told them they just didn't do anything about it they didn't listen to us it's like it's, it's not our fault we did what we could it's just like it's because they were rushing it for the holiday season it's just like put out you're putting out a worse game just to make sales faster but it's not going to happen like that they get worse things you know it's it's that and the developers because it wasn't sonic team was it no it wasn't. Um, no it what was it not. was it was a bunch of ex naughty dog developers they formed a new company and they were like listen sonic sonic hey team sonic right check this out check this out we're ex naughty dog right remember naughty dog the people of jack and daxter right listen imagine we make sonic as good as Jack and Daxter. How good does that sound? And Sonic were like, oh, I don't know, handing off development, should we trust them? Listen, we're ex Naughty Dog, don't worry about it. Okay, cool, 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 okay, yeah. Uh, Jack and Daxter, you say? Yeah, just like Jack and Daxter, but better. Cool. And they handed it to them and they made this really crappy game. And yes, I also know some, I know someone who works at Sega who had some of his QA team ship over to do the Sonic Boom stuff. And he even himself checked the logs for the developer stuff, the um, the QA notes. All the bugs were reported, but they were like, ah, I guess, nah, just ran out of time or this just didn't fix it. Gotta ship it now. I just don't want to. It's, uh, look, I don't know if it is time them. or just bad developers. Like, it was the terrible people from Naughty Dogs that quit out or if there's a legit exit. Do you know? I don't know. Uh, now that you brought it up, like how you said it was like, it's the guys from Jack and Dexter. He's like, kind of see it. I can see that how this would be like a Jack and Dex game if you just replace the characters. Like, yeah, it, it, was, feel, it feels like it a, not, a lot now. That was the thing about um, the Sonic Boom game because like, I think I mentioned this la- like in the last episode that I've been able to find fun in just about any Sonic game as long as I can go fast. Um, but the way that they really ruined this one for me is that Sonic can't go fast. Nope. They replaced <laughs> his ability to run fast with like little speed boosters that make you run fast for about half a second. Uh, 
So, like, um, they put a big focus on, like, platforming with all of Sonic's friends, which I believe everybody had kind of agreed, anybody who plays Sonic games, that the, the thing that kind of ruined Sonic the Hedgehog was the fact that he got friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Except Knuckles, am I right? No, I mean, like, in all honesty, the, that was the thing that killed it. Like, in even in the Mario games, like, Matt, we played uh, Mario 3D World, right? Uh, when yeah. You were, when you were over here before. And Mario yeah. has friends. He has um, Luigi, his brother, and he has Toad, and he has Peach. But all of them play the exact same way. It's just playing the Mario game as your favorite character. Um, I mean, they've got different jumps. Yeah, I'm saying Luigi jumps way higher. Well, uh, I mean, Peach, Peach is a hover. They're, they're played the exact same way, that's what I'm saying. They 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 have... Uh, you, you don't stick to walls with one of them. You can yeah. jump, you can float, you can do other things, but essentially the gameplay stays exactly the same. You could, yeah. you could play the exact same level with Peach as you can with Mario, as you can with Toad, as you can play with Luigi. Yeah. However, if you're playing um, a game with Knuckles, uh, like especially in the 3D world now, if you're playing the game with Knuckles, it plays entirely differently and kind of breaks the way the game is meant to be played because of his abilities are entirely different from Sonic. So now he has yeah. to have special levels just for him. And Tails, even though he was made to be a Sonic clone that can fly, is now always given like a robot or something like that. So it breaks entirely if you try to use him on a Sonic level. So you got to give him his own special levels. It um, The fact that they wanted to make everyone unique and give them all their own different powers, it broke the entire way the games are made. And the, the problem with Sonic Boom is that it focuses so hard on everyone's abilities to be different as opposed to the thing that made Sonic popular in the beginning, which was his ability to move fast and platform fast. Like, it was a complete misunderstanding of what people wanted to see at all in a Sonic game. <laughs> it's that, and I don't, I don't think many people realize how tech... Like, if you want Sonic to go fast, like, if you truly want a fast game, how technologically hard it is to make that because the levels have to be either like really long and linear like <clears throat> no backdrop or just backdrop sort of thing and floating platforms but to get him to the speeds that people want him to go in 3d with game technology is kind of i want to say it's hard to do it with fun elements that's not just running forward so you have the loop the loops which is kind of like you know auto done but I don't know, like adding in too much mechanics and the speed thing and trying to get that in a game engine, it can be quite difficult. Yeah. Trying to make that fun too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's because he's a character rather than a car, you know? Because like in racing games, mm. it's like, yeah, you ha this is your path. This is what you're doing. This is how fast you're going to go. And you don't really need to see too much because you're going fast and you just kind of need to stay within your lane. But like, he's a character. So he has to he has to fight things on the way and he has to do things and he has to be able to run fast and stuff and jump and spin ball and shit like that. It's like, mm. So I mean, like, okay, let, let, let's look at something else real, real quick, okay? Sonic the Hedgehog has, like, the, the whole thing. He platforms fast. He moves fast. He platforms. Uh, but, I mean, the same thing could be said with the way that they create games for, say, Spider-Man. Okay. Um, the whole point of doing a Spider-Man game, your ability to stick on walls, move upwards, downward. What mm. makes that game any different from, like, you know, a, um, say, uh, just a, a ra random beat-em-up game. Streets of, uh, Streets of Rage was a beat-em-up game. What makes that any different is a Spider-Man game. It's just his ability to be able to do things like web-sling and um, his ability to do things like stick on walls. So, I mean, like, even still using those game mechanics, you just... Um, at a point i don't know what it is yeah you're using yeah, I, I, don't, like, I don't know and like in incredible speeds and do stuff like that I'm, i think i'm just thinking of like the amazing spider-man how oh, you, it comes down to essentially i just want to move fast see things that look pretty and then i can use quick time events to make them work that was the entirety behind uh uh what is it, amazing spider-man 3 uh, uh the regular spider-man 3 and the amazing spider-man was that i it just goes off of moving quickly making the entire surrounding area look good like they just obviously made new york city make the entire area look good as i'm moving fast and then going down to quick time events so i would be just hitting one essentially holding down one button to swing and then just continually hitting another button to make actions work mm. but it became an interesting experience based on the story that's told and i mean like that can't not be done with sonic the hedgehog it's just honestly sonic the hedgehog has gone a very anime route yeah it's trying to it's it's i don't want to say it's trying to be something it's not but like i don't know kind of is like mm. uh, i feel it's because it feels like sonic's trying to be because like okay sonic's had anime stuff anime movies and stuff like that and like you know like the the we watched it uh where yeah, he fought metal sonic, sonic. and that, that was, was a good movie yeah and Knuckle, <laughs> knuckles could fly without be, being able to <laughs> knuckles could fly yeah by the oh, way matt did you know fire, help. <laughs> you know you know knuckles could fly without anything it's not just gliding he can straight up fly <laughs> you made i think you made me come into the you guys watching that film and showed me that one bit yeah that's right <laughs> yeah he did 
By the way, Knuckles... I was shaking my head that you guys are actually watching a Sonic film. I was like, nah, brav, nah, 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 not for me. By the way, what? Knuckles is a better Sonic. Like, literally. Dude, okay. I, I hear you, but you're wrong. And let me explain okay. to you why. All right, Fuck first... You. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right come on he move. he runs as fast as sonic but no, he, he has the, he run, yes he does no he oh, doesn't because of the games he has to the 2d he games made fast as sonic. the 2d games made him run as just as fast as fucking sonic and plus guess what sonic boom everybody ran the exact same speed okay that's not fair also he doesn't run at the exact same speed his mind is running at negatives <laughs> <laughs> come on he's better he's he has fists he can glide he has dreadlocks yeah Okay, this is the reason why he was better. The, in Sonic the Hedgehog 3, when he was introduced, they were desperately trying to find something that made that made a character compete with as cool as it could be with Sonic. So they just kept giving him features. Mostly because, <laughs> like, when they introduced Tails for Sonic the Hedgehog 2, nobody liked him because he was a hindrance. He wasn't yeah. actually, like, that good of a thing. The only thing that made it that made uh, Tails good was that you could actually co-op in yeah. real time with your with your friend on the second controller. When they Wait, made people didn't like t Tails? No, he was tails. A, he's a hindrance. That's why in the options you could turn him off. Yeah. The, uh, you could turn him off? Yes. Yeah. In, in, when they made Knuckles, they were literally trying to make a character that was as cool as Sonic, uh, but in contrast. So they were trying to make Shadow, but they did not, <clears throat> like, they, they didn't know how to do it properly. So that's why he's red when Sonic is blue. Even though echidnas obviously aren't red, they don't have all these things. They in, they just increased all well, the spines. Hedgehogs aren't blue out. either. Well, I mean that's why he's red. Period. <laughs> that's also why <laughs> Shadow is red. Uh, that's why he has the red on him is to contrast with Sonic. But um, yeah. when they were making Knuckles, they they gave him the long dreads and everything because they just took Sonic's spines and made them longer. And they were like, okay, so we got to make him cooler, so we'll give him an ability to attack besides just jumping on things. So they gave him the ability to punch. And they gave him the ability to glide so that he was the best between Sonic and Tails. So you're saying he's the best. I'm saying that he is the product of poor design. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. I think Sonic in general is just a product of poor design. Okay, no, 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 no. no. I mean, all right, hold on, hold on. Sonic, Sonic has a great design. His character design is fucking great. Like, that's honestly oh, yeah. the best, the most appealing thing about Sonic. Like, his his old school design and even, well, not the Sonic Boom, but like the, the current one before that. Like, he's got a cool The factor. Sonic Boom, yeah. I, don't, I don't dislike the Sonic Boom design. I just... I just, just don't like to. the game. Yeah, it's like he, he they just gave him clothing, honestly. And yeah, like, it's weird. Yeah, but also, can I just say how much I've actually loved that we've done two episodes. Both of them have eventually devolved into Sonic the Hedgehog discussions. <laughs> all right. But, all right. That, that, this is a question I've been wanting to ask, and I actually don't know the answer to. But how did Shadow come from? I don't care about the story. I mean, when did he show up? Because he just—it feels like he just appeared one day. Yeah, Sonic Adventure Two. That's that's when they they introduced Sonic, uh, Shadow. Why? When? Ow. He was um he was literally a another fast hedgehog that um dr robotnik doing his doing his usual thing tricked into believing like hey i can give you everything that you desire as long as you just kill the blue hedgehog so uh he decided like all right i'll, I'll go kill the blue hedgehog i mean he has like this tragic backstory as you would for a typical anime character between like oh i had a family at one point and they all died and so now so I'm Sasuke. Yeah, he, he has a, the typical Sasuke backstory. But it's, it's so weird. Like they would just introduce it him. Just, well, like everything feels like they're trying so hard, but they just can't get like a good thing out. Like they come up with all these ideas, and they're like, "Oh, cool, yeah, we have all these ideas." Game developers, game. No, good, good game. No, no, not like that. Oh, oh no, game developers, what have you made? Well, see, Why? Even, this is the thing. If Sonic Adventure, I, I thoroughly believe this. If Sonic Adventure got rid of every other like if they got rid of the friends if it was sonic versus versus shadow that whole game and all the friends were just people that that are talked to that would have been great that would have been really cool that would have been a whole lot better than it actually was because they actually gave an interesting story that involved everyone in the universe and then they went and um got the idea that like okay people seem to like um, people seem to like the Sonic and the Shadow characters. Cool. Let's make another character, uh, Silver, and let's put them all into one game together. And they did Sonic 06. And then I they, about they, Sonic. Or Silver. Yeah, everyone did. He was terrible. Um, but <laughs> they were like, okay, let's take both of those. Let's put them all into Sonic 06. And Sonic 06 was just fucking terrible because the story of the game was bad. I mean, nobody wants to watch Sonic make out with a human being. 
Well, it's like some people do. If, if you look at their, I want to say rival, you know, Mario. Yeah. They barely add new characters. They added like the Cooper kids or whatever, but you know, it's mainly been the same. It's been main protagonist, main antagonist, damsel, couple of side bosses. <sighs> mushroom people whatever and then like you know the baddies but sonic it feels like to make a new game they have to come up with a completely new cast you know a new exactly. roster that's why i they, say they can't just be like right sonic the worst part fast. of sonic is his friends <laughs> fuck sonic they're no, a, I his friends you. are a hindrance if they just focused on trying to make good sonic gameplay like a good engine or a good way to translate what you're seeing you know like the speed and getting the feel of the speed or you know the gameplay oh it just infuriates me i just want to that, shake a developer that would be sonic Sonic's Generation. supposed to be good is what it comes down to it's like it should be good but yeah you just but they just fucked it up they confuse good with more what i'm trying to say is that i want sega to listen to this and i want them to give me full control over sonic team i can <laughs> almost guarantee you spike you will not do a good job i will do a great job i know exactly what sonic needs and i, uh, I know how to make the perfect sonic video game you're gonna you're gonna you're just gonna you're just gonna make fucking sonic forces where you put yourself in the game okay look <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> all right but um like to counterpoint uh the, the mario thing that's what killed paper mario is that they didn't want to make any more characters and that really fucking sucks like um the best thing about paper mario was you get different partners like in paper mario one you get uh, a goomba a koopa a bomb bomb a sparky a uh cheap cheap and a um i think that's it actually uh, oh no a naboo and it's just like yeah that's a, a bunch of enemies that you know and they're actually being friendly and they're like they have cool abilities that help and then in Paper Mario, uh, the Thousand Year Door, you get um, a Goomba, a Koopa, uh, a different Bomb Bomb, a different type of ghost thing, a um, a a rat, and like you get, you get a bunch of stuff. And just like, and then Super Paper Mario came around. It's like, all right, it's no longer an RPG. It is a 2D side scroller where you can flip between 2D and 3D, and your partners are very generic little fairy things. All right, that's fine. It has good writing. It's not a Paper Mario game though. And then after Super Paper Mario came. Sticker Star and Sticker Star was I don't even know what Sticker Star is. It's not an RPG because you can just avoid all the enemies. You don't have to fight anything. You can Wait, what? not you, you don't have to fight anything. In fact, it's, so it's like walking it, simulator? It's see so, so, okay, see the problem is they got rid of the, the partners, which really fuck sucks. Like you you don't have anyone but yourself to fight with. And then the your abilities aren't just attacks, it's your it's your inventory basically. And it's like, all right, I can fight these enemies or I could save my inventory for the boss and then not fight anybody. So I'm just going to avoid it. Mm. So it's it's basically like they made it so you shouldn't fight people because you're going to be using your items. And that sucks. And, and it, they also made it a, you know, how like on Super Mario World, it's like a top top view where you uh, you can choose the levels and shit. Yes. Uh, that was pretty interesting. But like the problem is if you left, it would respawn everything. So it's like, uh, and it's just, it's just not, it's just not, it doesn't feel, it was a terrible world, but it had fucking great music. Like, that's the one thing I give Paper, or Sticker Star, it had really good music. And I haven't played Paper, or Mario Color Splash. Uh, I, I've seen, it has amazing writing, but again, it's one of those things where it's like, they don't want to introduce characters anymore, so they just have Toad and Shy Guys. And don't get me wrong, I fucking love Shy Guys, but like, I want... After a while, it becomes I I, I I want you designs. I want you characters. I want you enemies to fight. I want something interesting. It's just like that fucking sucks. It's, they're doing the the two the two D Mario method with the RPG Mario, which you shouldn't do. It doesn't work like that. I don't know. It, it, I don't know. It, it's more me complaining than anything else. No, I feel you though. Fucking the ruined Paper Mario. <laughs> I've heard nothing but bad things about the new ones. So yeah. <sighs> All right. Anyways, um, in more disappointment. Actually- oh, go ahead. I was going to say, that actually comes up with the amount of time we have for today's episode. Yeah, yeah, we've probably talked about Sonic way too much. No, we've never talked about Sonic, and I plan next week that I'm going to be pulling you all in a direction to talk yet again about a Sonic video game. No, Sonic's banned. No, no more Sonic. And that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> Everyone, thank you for listening to the Dungeon Runners podcast. Be sure to follow the Dungeon Runners podcast on YouTube and SoundCloud under Dungeon Runners podcast. And uh, uh, can watch each recording of the Dungeon Runners podcast live at twitch.tv slash Dungeon Runners. Be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, I guess. All right. Bye. I guess. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone.